Hello and welcome to SAE Unplugged. I'm your host, Grayson Brulte. The autonomous vehicle industry, it has a messaging problem. That's right. The autonomous vehicle industry has a messaging problem. For a moment, take a step back. Imagine a world where the autonomous vehicle industry did not have a messaging problem. Just a moment. How different would it be? It'd be a lot different. But think about it as I discuss this. The current messaging from autonomous vehicle companies, point blank, it's not working and it has to change or the industry will be run over by a, a group of individuals for who, whatever reason, right or wrong, they want the technology to fail. They just want to see it fail. For too long, we've told the story of safety and why and how autonomous vehicles are safer than human drivers. Well, in fact, this is correct. Autonomous vehicles are safer than human drivers. But it's the message. It's not resonating with the majority of the public. The public cares about how this technology will impact their lives. Will autonomous vehicles lower my cost of transportation? Will I be able to have my grandkids picked up at the airport? Can I send my kids to school? Will the cost of goods decrease because of autonomy? The answer to the above all is resounding yes, 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 yes. But why as an industry do we not discuss these points and highlight the positive benefits that autonomous vehicles will have and that a majority of the public can get behind? It's the million dollar question. It's one that one has to ponder as the autonomous vehicle industry is being attacked both verbally in the media and physically in the streets of San Francisco. In San Francisco, a, a group of individuals, they are a group, and guess what? They're bad actors. <laughs> you can use the term. They're not nice people. They are very bad actors. They're, they're putting cones on autonomous vehicles to disable them. It's not funny. It's a crime. Stealing a cone is theft. That's a crime. Putting a cone on an autonomous vehicle, that's a crime. It's defacing private property. Not only is it a crime, it's morally and ethically wrong. What are your manners? What happened when you sat down and had dinner with your family as a kid? Didn't you learn manners? Obviously, these folks didn't learn manners because they are bad actors. And for the bad actors, you, you're maybe you're listening to this and you think, eh, nah, 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 I'm cool, you're never going to catch me. I'm Dennis the Menace. Well, guess what? First of all, you're not Dennis the Menace. Second of all, you're not cool. Because you think you're cool because you're putting everything on TikTok and filming it. You're a criminal. That's right, you are a criminal. Oh, and uh, at some point, you're going to get arrested for defacing private property. Because wake up call, the autonomous vehicles have cameras on them. That's right, they have cameras. They know who you are. They capture your antics. That's right, they see everything. Mass through you, they know who you are. They're going to get you one day, and you deserve it. Then, so we have these individuals that I call them the bad actors because they are bad actors. They're running around San Francisco doing not nice things. Then there's the media, on the other hand, who loves to run headlines such as, How the self-driving car dream becomes an absolute nightmare. Robo-taxi ride. Waymo self-driving demo turns into a wild ride for TV journals in San Francisco. Newsflash, it wasn't a wild ride. I watched the video. And this other headline, Don't be deceived by autonomous cars propaganda. We're not selling propaganda as an industry. We're selling a lifestyle. We're selling the future. These headlines, they have no substance. They are merely created to, to drive ad revenue and clicks. It's working, and the headlines will keep coming until the public stops clicking them. They're going to keep pumping them out because they're making ad revenue. At the end of the day, it's the economy, stupid, and it all comes back down to economics. 
And regulators in California, unfortunately, they're taking notice and they're buying into this false narrative. That's right. They're, they're buying in. The California Public Utilities Commission has delayed a vote on robo-taxis expanding in San Francisco for a second time this year. We don't know why, but they delay and the headlines get worse. The, the next hearing is scheduled for August 10th. The odds of that vote being delayed again are, I'll just say, frankly, very high as the C California Public Utilities Commission is creating an undue burden on the autonomous vehicle industry from a reporting aspect. Word on the street, they want lots and lots of data. But sharing data? Why? That data can be misinterpreted, misrepresented. In my opinion, it, it's not the path forward. Okay, California Public Utilities Commission, what are you going to do with that data? Oh, you can see the intersections blocked with the vehicle going down. And why don't you start putting that data and getting that from human drivers? How many people drive drunk in San Francisco a day? How many people fall asleep in the wheel? It's, it's there. I'm not, I'm not going down there, but I will say it. How many people drive high in San Francisco? Why don't you start gathering that data? That's going to... Will that data help you? You're not gathering that. Why do you need the autonomous vehicle data? Let's hear a good reason. I want to hear that reason why you need that data and what you're going to do with it. Because as we've seen, these reports, they only create confusion in the marketplace. They stifle innovation and they stifle investments in this technology. What do investments do in this technology? They create jobs. They create jobs. Investments and innovation create jobs. And you can only stifle this innovation and progress for so long until businesses simply put their hands up and say, bye-bye, we're done. We've seen this happen before. Oracle, they moved from Redwood City, California to Texas. CBRE moved from Los Angeles to Texas. AECOM moved from Los Angeles to Texas. Charles Schwab moved from San Francisco to Texas. And this is the big one. I'll never forget it. The LA Times, the front page was, and I quote, this one hurts, end quote. It's when Toyota left Carson, California and went to Texas. There's a track record there. What does Toyota, Charles Schwab, AECOM, CBRE, and Oracle all have in common? Collectively, they employ millions of people. That's right, millions of people. Millions of jobs were killed in the state of California because of the regulatory and business environment. And we're going to see this continue to happen. We are going to see businesses continue to leave California if the regulatory and business environments continue to be hostile towards businesses we're seeing towards autonomous vehicles. Could the autonomous vehicle industry and companies be next? If, maybe. Point blank, if I was in charge, if I was CEO, or if I was the largest tier, uh, top five investor inside of an autonomous vehicle company, I would push it. I'd have already moved my company to another state and scale up operations in a state that was welcoming to my business. What does Governor Abbott in Texas do? They put their arms open and they welcome you there. They do not put regulations on you. They allow you to run your business, scale your business, and oh, they create jobs. They create jobs. What, what would happen if Waymo and Cruz pull out of San Francisco? They would save millions of dollars in lobbying bills, not to mention count, countless headaches, bureaucracy of having to do with this. If they did pull out and they moved their Thomas operations to another state, jobs would be lost. Yeah, that's right. Jobs. Jobs, jobs, jobs. To quote Senator Rick Scott of Florida. Why? Because autonomous vehicles, they need humans to operate. They're coded by humans. They're charged by humans. They're cleaned by humans. And most importantly, they're loved by humans. Humans love autonomy. Humans love autonomous vehicles. Well, there we go. Autonomous vehicles are loved by humans. Why? Autonomous vehicles save lives for a simple thing that they do, that they don't do, that every human does. I don't really care who you are. You can't sit here and admit to me and tell me you've never done it. Text and drive. Every human texts and drives, and that's very dangerous, 
It's an epidemic in this country. It's hurting individuals every day. It's killing individuals because all we do is stare at our phones because, frankly, we're addicted to our phones, and it's very sad. We have to get out there and spend more time with our families and our friends instead of texting and driving. You can text and drive in Thomas' vehicle because, guess what? You're not driving. That's right. You can text and ride. You want to make the new term? Let's let's go from text and drive to text and ride. There we go. Imagine that. What else will Thomas' vehicles let you do? They'll, they'll let you go out to the bar. You could drink. Frankly, get drunk if you want and ride home safely because you're not going to drive. You're not going to have to worry about getting behind the wheel. You can have a great night out. You're not going to worry about driving. Let's put on my economic hat here. From an economic standpoint, AVs are going to have a positive economic impact on these cities because you're going to go out and you're going to spend money at the bar. You're going to spend money at the restaurant. You're going to spend money. You're creating economic stimulus. If you were mayor of a city, would you want autonomous vehicles operating in your city the answer should be resounding yes because as i said earlier autonomous vehicles create jobs they increase consumer spending bring your credit card charge 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 you drink you're more likely to charge you're going to stimulate that at local economy you might go to a different restaurant you might go to a bakery you're going to stimulate that economy at the end of the day autonomous vehicles are economic engines and we need that. We need economic engines with a potential economic downturn on the horizon, a potential recession. It's looking less and less every day, but I'm not saying a recession is not coming. I'm saying we're having a potential recession. Any form of job creation should be welcomed. It should be cherished. <laughs> not, not, not in California. They're in the business of killing jobs. Mayor London Breed of San Francisco has come out publicly supporting AB 316, which would require a driver in an autonomous truck weighing over 10,000 pounds at all times indefinitely. Let's let's sum it up this way. Bye-bye jobs. The jobs that autonomous trucks would have created in San Francisco, they'll be shipped out of California. They're going to go to Texas. Why? Texas is already the autonomous trucking capital of the world, and it's only going to be further strengthened if the governor Newsom signs AB 316. And if the governor does sign AB 316 and he decides to run for president, he's going to have a very big problem with big tech. If you want to run as an innovative governor... But yet you're stopping a technology to, to appease labor. You've got a political issue there. Does the governor veto it? I don't know. AB 316 is a uh, political quagmire, to say the least. And as history has shown us, companies, as we talked about earlier, they moved hundreds of thousands of jobs from California to Texas. And maybe autonomy is next. But let's go back in history. Let's look at history. What does history teach us? History teaches us a lot. It's the roadmap and the guide to our lives. When ATMs were first commercialized, there was outrage, outrage, that they were going to kill bank teller jobs. What happened? The exact opposite happened. Jobs were created. In 1985, the United States had 60,000 ATMs and 485,000 bank tellers. By 2002, the number of ATMs increased to 352,000, and the number of bank tellers increased to 527,000. There was no job loss. There were only job increases. Jobs were created. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Factoring in the jobs that were created to build and service the ATMs, you add thousands of more jobs into the equation. ATMs take humans to run. They take ATM, humans to operate. ATMs turned out to be good for the banking industry, the economy, and society as a whole. Now let's bring this to the local California level. How many jobs both indirectly and directly has Silicon Valley created? Think about that. Just sit back and think. How many jobs indirectly and indirectly has Silicon Valley created? 
Do you have a friend in the 90s that was an eBay person? Maybe they were on the Beanie Baby craze, buying them and selling them. They were hiring people. They were creating jobs. They were shipping them. UPS is creating jobs. They were creating jobs. Both indirectly, indirectly. Let's look at this. Apple, Google, Meta, they're all responsible for millions of jobs because they're a platform. Now imagine if early in their lives as companies, regulators tried to put the undue regulations on search, apps, photography for that matter, going back in the early days of Apple, or social media, and collectively work to ban the technology. California would not be the fifth largest economy in the world if undue regulations went on those technologies. It'd probably be Texas. They would have left. It's because of innovation, not regulation, that California became the fifth largest economy in the world. Innovation creates jobs. Autonomy is going to create jobs. Despite all the negative backlash around automation and autonomy, 75% of the global public trusts the technology sector. A one-point increase year over year according, according to the 2023 Edelman Trust Barometer. That's right. 75% of the global public trusts the technology sector. One more time for the regulators. 75% of the global public trust the technology sector. The trust is there, but we just need to work on our messaging as an industry. Imagine what autonomy can do for you. Imagine riding in an autonomous vehicle in San Francisco with the Bay Skyline in the background next to a trolley car. That's a San Francisco moment. You put it on the rice roni box. It's a San Francisco treat. It's a San Francisco experience. Imagine having food delivered to you without having to feel the pressure to tip. That's big these days. Imagine being able to talk on the phone on your way to the airport without having to worry about a driver listening to your conversation. Imagine drinking a bottle of wine at dinner and getting home safely without having to drive. Imagine being able to send your kids on a play date without having to worry how they're going to get there safely. This is all possible with autonomous vehicles. It's time for the autonomous vehicle industry to change the messaging from safety to imagine. Imagine this. Imagine that. Imagine the positive impact that this will have on your life. John Lennon imagined. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. And I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. Come join the future of autonomy. We might be dreamers, but we are creating the future. We can imagine a world that improves your life. We can imagine an economy that is robust and strong. We can imagine an economy that creates jobs. We can imagine a world where never, ever, ever again does a person lose their life inside of a vehicle. We can imagine. It's time to change the messaging around autonomous vehicles. It's time to change the messaging. Is it time to change the messaging in your opinion? Let us know by sending an email to podcast at sae.org. That's podcast at sae.org. Today is tomorrow. Tomorrow is today. The future is imagining what's possible. We can build a future. We just have to imagine. SAE International makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. The information and opinions are for general information only. SAE International does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast.